Hello and welcome to the Edge of the Box Football Podcast, the show where we aim to challenge football convention with thought-provoking and outside-of-the-box points of view. Today, we're talking about who else? Lionel Messi. Just what the hell is going on? Where's he most likely to end up? And where will he fit best? And we'll also be discussing who would be best suited to taking over as Man United captain should Harry Maguire be stripped. And as always, feel free to let us know what you think afterwards on Twitter, at Edge of the Box Pod. I'm your host, Harry Brent. For a certain number of years, every World Cup final has had a player from Bayern Munich in it. I want you guys to give me the year this started. As in, has it happened for every World Cup? Yeah. So the year, the year since a certain year, since a certain year, it's happened in every single World Cup final. There's been a Bayern Munich. Not the first World Cup then. No. (laughs) Two thousand and six. No. Since a certain year. Two thousand and six. Twenty-eight. It's it's a long time. Twenty-eight. No, it's a long time. I thought it was. I thought it was every almost every world. So, um, Germany had a really good team in the seventies, so it must have been before then. Sixty-six had Germany in the World Cup, so it must have been at least then, or it could have been that if you're asking us. Sixty-two, which is who was sixty-two? Fifty-eight was Brazil, Sweden. Who was sixty-two? How dare you I'm gonna remember s- that, Harry? I'm going <laughs> to say... Uruguay. I'm going to say 62. No. Am I close? No. <laughs> oh. Is it... Bit, go on. Is it, oh, go on, yeah. Um, I guess like four. Um, uh, 92. Oh. Not a World 92. Cup that year, unfortunately. Mm. Oh, my master from the... Um, ninety four. Is it? It's it's pre. It's like really far back, isn't it? It's like in. Or the, is it a uh, trick I've, question? There's been, never Rawls, been. Rawls been quite close. Fuck. Okay. Uh, um. Ninety. Ninety eight. Eighty two. Eighty two. Oh. Eighty two. Every World Cup final since nineteen eighty two was featured a Bayern Munich player. So. Oh, where's my? I can I can do it if I get so. Eighty six was was Argentina Ger- Germany, so it would have had a Ger- would have had a load of Germans. I can't remember the eighty two World Cup. I can't remember who who that was. It was Italy, I think. Um, they could have played. No, I'm not sure. Um, nineteen ninety Germany won it, so that makes sense. Ninety four. I'm not sure, but who was? Sorry, I'm just, I'm just, why am I concentrating on Germany? Talking about Bayern Munich players. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's a good stat. Nice factoid that's, there. That's, that is a factoid if I'd ever heard one. Um, <laughs> yeah, and who, and so they, who do they have? They had in the, in the last one, it was. Um, oh, that's most. Nice. <laughs> I don't want that deep into it. <laughs> I was going to say Paris, Perisic, but he was into then, wasn't he? Manzukic. What have you, what oh yeah. Um, I suppose they bought Pavard after that World Cup, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> who the hell did they have? <laughs> um, it's called the um, Kings of the Coleman. 
Kingsley oh. came in. He must have been. But did he play though in the in the final? That's what I said. He was in the squad though. He's in was the squad. It, was the fact that? Awesome. It'd probably be squad. Defi- no, he definitely. Yeah, yeah there's definitely. They, they've been starting. Started, I think. Started, was it eleven? It was just they were. I think it is. I think it's. I think it's either started, starting or or played. I think is the stat. My mind's gone blank. I, I read, I read that I sort of saw this stat somewhere the, the other day. I didn't see what year it went back to, but then I was thinking, oh yeah, yeah, I remember loads from last World Cup, World Cup before. And <laughs> excuse me, now I've forgotten them all. Um, anyway, Messi, what the hell's going on? The Messi situation. Oh. That, that <laughs> trademark that right there. <laughs> That's, no one's thought of that. First time. First time. <laughs> Not the papers. You've heard of it here first. I don't know. Because they were at that sticky... I don't know to go with that tagline. We're, we're, we're in that sticky spot where um, there's so many rumours just flying about, like, yeah. you know, that <laughs> anything can come up. People are like, oh, well, he said it to his um, to his auntie, like, last year yeah. or something, that he was going to leave on this day. Like... <laughs> Who's your sauce? Oh, like, he's thrown off one, but <laughs> the one that, that stuck out for me was uh, I think it might have been Sky Sports. They had a guy going through his actual contract because of the extension of this, this season because of lockdown. Um, you know, the base that said, like, well, you know, the end of the season was technically between like May and April, May and June, or whatever. Um, that's when you should have really said, Yeah, I want to leave, but because of the, obviously the extension yeah. of the contract, uh, you can't leave now unless we out we we receive like seven hundred million euros or pounds or whatever. And Messi's basically arguing, saying, "Look, this was not in the contract. The fact that there's a global pandemic that's happened and the season's been extended, so I should therefore be able to still yeah, extend this season, which you know it is in good faith. They should extend that as well." I wanted to leave because Ronald Koeman was like, you're no longer going to have any privileges. Yeah, that's what I heard as well. Like the bad man that he is. <laughs> it, is it looks like they're just having, having a massive overhaul. Of he also said, when he, when he came in, he also said that Messi was central to his plans there. <laughs> so he's like, Messi is central to my plans. Maybe you meant down, just... Totters down the hall. You, privileges <laughs> yeah. done, mate. Maybe you just mean on the pitch. <laughs> Maybe like yeah. what we talked about in the last podcast, Messi might have a big voice like off the pitch as well. So you yeah. just you just you you're a big influence on the pitch, but that's where it ends. That's where it starts, and that's where it ends. Sort of thing. Mm. A brave thing. I don't really feel as if <laughs> if there's any problem with Barcelona, it's that Messi is too much, too much of an influence. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, who knows what goes on behind the scenes, but. Um, it's yeah, just, considering he's there short term, like for Kuman, if Kuman was there, like if he was like there for like five year plan, he's going to be there and he's going to build a project. But the fact that he's only a two year deal, sure, yeah. he'd just be like Messi, like I'll put up with you in air quotes for that period of time. Surely he didn't need to be like, you're not going to have a say. You know, I'm the big man. I'm assert my authority here. Just seems a bit unnecessary. I don't know whether it's it's simply Kuman said what he you know he said to Messi your privileged days are done and Messi's had a hissy fit. I, I don't feel like that would be realistic. A for Kuman to outright tell him your your days are done, mate, and for Messi to then go, oh well, okay, I'm off then. <laughs> it's I feel like it's got to be a first of, first of all probably like a build up of a few years of like 
Barcelona getting worse and worse and worse, and there's been a lot of friction with the hierarchy there. Well, they definitely have. Um, you know, the seasons have progressively got worse. You know, they've been knocked out of the Champions League. Like obviously, the third season now where they've yeah. been embarrassed because obviously the first season in the Champions League where they went out was when they made the, what was it? Uh, no, yes, yeah, so like Paris Saint-Germain was the first shock uh, yes, when they didn't make it past. The PSG they beat, I think you're thinking of Roma, when they lost to Roma. Oh yeah, yeah, so the, yeah, they, went, they made that massive comeback against PSG only yeah. to then, and then Ro- Roma go was out the on away goals against Roma. And then the season before that was Liverpool with the the the, uh, the early taken corner, which everyone yeah. on this world will have heard of or seen. Corner taken, <laughs> I think, is the, the correct. And now the Masters are doing eight two, which has gone you know the club's worst ever like defeat in that mm. stage of the Champions League competition. Like, and in the other two seasons, they've won the league or they won like the League Cup or whatever it is, uh, Copa del, whatever. Right. It is. Copperdale, Blanco, Copperdale, Whereas this season, they've come second, they've won nothing and they've had the biggest, you know, kind of loss. It's just, I think, personally, it's been coming. Yeah, it, it's, it feels like that. It feels like, it, 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 you know, there's been a lot of frustration. As you say, they, they have been getting worse. Even when they, you know, they could have won the Champions League um, the season Liverpool won it. Obviously, if they'd have won, if they'd have won that second leg, they, you know, they probably... went into that with a three-goal advantage. Yeah, and I, I, I must say that this is what frustrated me about that that Liverpool game. And I know I'm always very quick and easy to to try and take glory away from Liverpool, but um, <laughs> they, Liverpool were far better side than. I know it's easy to say in hindsight, but any of you were around me at that time, I was saying it. They were a far better side than that Barcelona team. And you know, being at Anfield, you know, and as soon as the game started, I thought this is this is going to be pretty straightforward. I mean, I didn't necessarily think that Liverpool would qualify, but I thought this they're going to win this very comfortably. Um, but yeah, Barcelona, Barcelona have just been getting have been getting progressively weaker. There's been like the, the sort of transfers have been very bad, or at least the you know certainly the big ones. Um, it feels to me personally, I, I think this is. Messi's just trying to make a blunt statement to the to the to the board, or you know he wants the president out or something. He want basically saying, "Look, I'm, I, I if I was a betting man, which I'm not, I, I reckon he'll stay." But the presidential elections aren't like literally in a few months. Yeah, yeah, and, it, so, and I mean, it's it's not really that necessary to do all this. <laughs> that was the no, case. But he, but it, unless he just wants to, he basically says, "Look, Bartomeu, yeah. whatever his name is, I want you out." Like, yeah, Bartomeu. And uh, yeah, and and because Messi, Messi's got a like a, a little bit of a history of this sort of thing, doesn't it? Like he's retired from Argentina for a couple of times, isn't he? After yeah. big losses, and he's mm-hmm. made, made got a little emotional, made little statements. Um, I think it's probably one of those, he's particularly as he's, he's so Barcelona through and through. I mean, it's not like it's not like there's some sort of big corruption scandal and he's leaving and, you know, cause he has to leave. It's just that they're not, they're not doing so well. I understand why he's frustrated, but I, I don't know. He, he may well leave. Um, and he may well be serious and it looks pretty serious, but I just, something about it makes me think it, this is, he's not going to just leave because they got smashed eight, two by Bayern and, and Kuman said, you, you, you can't be the boss anymore. It's either, um, 
just that he's he's trying to make a big statement or there's something else that's going on that we don't know about i just i think if you look at it from Messi's perspective like obviously the last three seasons haven't been great um for the club and just you know football wise it's not been best granted that they've won a few trophies but and they won the league last year didn't they yeah, but you, you look at it and you think, like, as a team, where, where's the direction of this club going? They're buying, they're basically buying players from other people from, you know, within the league. Mm. They're kind of like just getting everyone at Barca so then hopefully then the competition becomes, a, you know, not as not as tough because they've got the better players from that league. But then they outsource players from a different league and then it's like, oh crap, actually, this player's not performing as well as we thought we would have. Um, they've just invested money stupidly in the wrong areas and I think for Messi I think even though everyone says you know he's passed through and through and I can re- I can really see him just basically you know staying because the club will leave a time down or go oh, yeah you know what I'll stick out but I don't know I just think with everything that's gone on and all this you know the the fans hate the president and the, you know the, there was a video like earlier today from him now on Instagram floating around of all the like you know protesters wanting him out they've like broken through yeah that's, that's yeah. All right. I was like you know you haven't seen this in a club in a while like you know well I say in a while I've not seen a club be you know a breach of security uh, to make a massive statement like this and mm-hmm. I just think if I was messy at like it's a sinking ship it's not like it's barely it's barely afloat as it is why stay on it and if you're gonna be there for like, what another two seasons and not enjoy your football, you might after them two seasons go. I wish I went somewhere else and just enjoyed the last couple of seasons, like seasons. Because you know he's getting on, but his his stats are still fantastic. I personally would love to see him and Ronaldo play at Juve. Oh, I thought, I thought you were gonna go somewhere else. So that were all. Nope. So do you think? Do you think then that um, Messi may have wasted? potentially the best years of his career playing for an underperforming Barcelona team that doesn't have the right plan I would because as soon as Iniesta and Javi uh, went that was it you could see instantly the the change in the fact that they hadn't prepared well for this and they didn't give the players that they wanted to you know replace them enough time and now it's like it's got to that point where they're, they're just constantly behind they're just thinking of quick solutions and splashing as much money on these quick solutions rather than going, you know what, we need to be more sensible with our money. Granted, we're going to get a lot of, you know, bad publicity and a lot of, you know, bad words and stuff like that from the fans, negative. Or they're going to get £638 million in a release course. (laughs) I mean, with the whole Barca thing, though, I don't think it was like... It's only been, what, maybe the last three, four years that they've obviously not been Grammy and they've, they've frequently won the league. And three in the last five, I think. Yeah. So that is not exactly a travesty. I think the only thing is, the only worry has just been the Champions League. You know, under Pep. I haven't won it since 2015, have they? Right. Yeah. So, so that's, that's not... Like five years. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I think that's the only worrying thing is that they haven't won the Champions League. They've won the league. And I think the other worrying thing, I think you touched on it, Bit there was there the recruitment, and they've just spent a lot of money on plays that just haven't worked out. That's obviously why I imagine they've gotten rid of Eric Abidal as their director of football because they need they need fresh eyes and they need people who are going to sort of go back to that philosophy of what Barcelona style football is, or 
a person who's going to bring a completely different style that's still going to bring them the same success that they did with the previous style. Mm. I think they need to start bringing in more of the academy graduates from Romazia and, and doing what their, their club philosophy is actually all about, of just bringing yeah. in players that they've built specifically to fit into a certain system and style of play into the first team. I mean, how, how many of their starting 11 started actually in their academy? Messi? It goes down now, doesn't it? I mean, Busquets, I guess. But then these are all players who've been there for, for years. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got back like 10, 15 years. You, you could say like nine, eight yeah. of the players. They're, they're starting 11 were from their academy. Yeah. This is the reason they played so well together is because they've grown up together playing that you know, philosophy from an early age. Yeah. Very is, long time. That's is, why no one this, is this not part of the the issue though? Like you, I mentioned, um, I mentioned before about. Um, uh, sorry, one second. Let me. Yeah, isn't this isn't this part of the problem though? Like um, I made a point a couple of podcasts ago about the sort of loose idea that Guardiola's struggles are happening because generally the world of football has kind of figured out in quotation marks or is better prepared for the kind of football that he in Barcelona kind of incorporated and, and made made the, 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 the main sort of um, style you want to want to go for. It, I'm not suggesting that, that it's it's a it's not a style that should be used anymore because, as I say, it's, it's, it's ingrained in their culture. But is this not part of their issue? They, they continuously... The, the, Guardiola, the, the Guardiola system worked. They hired a coach who, was, who knew their style and, and, and grew up with it and, and would play it no matter what, and that worked. And that was fine. And then um, Tito Villanova did the same after that. And then they kept hiring these coaches who they felt right you're you're this kind of guy you're this kind of guy and Kuman is that sort of guy and Setien was that sort of guy Setien very surprisingly did did poorly I was really surprised by that and maybe you know hiring another another sort of Barca type unless you're unless you're hiring a kind of absolute genius like Guardiola or something is it not just are you not just kind of pushing Barca further down the kind of old tired line and is it not better for them to go right let's you know, I'm not suggesting that selling Messi is part of this, but is should, is it not time for them to kind of go right? You know, the, the old ways are not going to work; are not working anymore. Let's let's tear up the script, try something new. I'm surprised they didn't go for Ten Hag. I think he would have been Ten amazing. Hag. I think he's got the 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 playing style there. I think Basel won, but I think it's more modernised, almost like a Pep 2.0. So what you were saying, Harry? So you don't want the exact same philosophy of football it needs to be evolved version and it needs to match the mm. modern day football that aggressive press I think 10 hogs teams do that but I also think going back to what you said as well Ash obviously his Ajax team did incorporate a lot of the, the youngsters from like their academy into the first team so they, they sort of need to go back to their old ways but in a new way <laughs> Mm. I know what you mean in in that I don't understand. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I know you, I know what you mean. You sort of don't you don't want to say right tear tear the script up, but yeah, freshen freshen. Yeah, it's like a two point So the certain philosophies of of the past, so including yeah. the Amazia youth prospects playing a possession style football, mm. then you also need to be aggressive. You need to have a high press. Mm. So you just need to incorporate the old with the new to this amalgamation of, 
I was um, I was reading an article on why Frank Frankie De Jong hasn't done so well in his first year at Barca as as he did at you know as well as he did at Ajax, and it was kind of pointing out the idea that at Ajax a lot of what they you know again Ten Hag a lot of what they did there was this kind of very you know it, it was it was possession based and it was it was all about um, you know op- opening up spaces and you know the Barcelona way, but it was very quick and very progressive and very like right go 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 you know you get the ball you move it and you go forward and you get into space and you force it and a lot of what certainly certainly Setien and and probably to an extent um, Valverde did was that you know that they had that style but they were very kind of slow on the ball they you know they, they liked to pass I don't have a problem with passing sideways as a, as the cliche goes, you know, pass, I don't think passing sideways is bad, but I think when you have a lot of a lot of that sort of possession that they do, you suffer a little bit unless you're really, you know, playing, trying to play progressively. And as you say, maybe that's maybe that's part of it. They become so kind of obsessed with this is the way that we must play that they've kind of lost sight of what actually works now. And maybe some someone like Ten Hag has, would, yeah, maybe he would have been. I mean, who knows how Kuman's going to do? But I, I, I don't think that. He doesn't strike me as the answer necessarily, um, and yeah, I mean Ten Hag would have been would have been a good shout. I, I still would have liked to see Poch go there. Um, he would have had to have got rid of the Espanol Espanola within him. But that's the thing he wouldn't he wouldn't I don't think he wouldn't ever do that. But but yeah, so so go on then. So where so where's Messi? If I mean as I say, I don't think he's going, but I think this is a ruse. But if he is going, where's he going? Not City. You don't think it's so? Is that you being cynical? Not saying, not saying City, or is like, that you? Hey, I don't want him there. You don't be, want him there. No. Why not? Because, <laughs> because right, the way that we're going, like as 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 fantastic as he would be as an addition to the squad, we'd have to focus absolutely everything on Messi, and he'll only be there for like three seasons. Absolutely everything, but then what happens after that? You know, if we focus so much on Messi for the end of his career, then yeah. what's going to happen with the club? I'd rather the club focus what, on the what future. Do you mean? What, what do you mean? What's going to happen with the club? Because if if they focus everything on Messi and surrounding like players, or if they're influenced by getting certain players that play better around Messi. Because there's been reports that he's been on the phone to Neymar and he wants Neymar to come with him to Manchester City. And it's like, well, okay, I well, don't want Neymar at City. I don't like Neymar. Was, it could be great, it was, but it's also the biggest yeah. drama footballer I've ever seen. He needs an Oscar. Okay, if it was, <laughs> but if it was Messi without Neymar, let's say Neymar. <laughs> They're a package deal. Yeah. <laughs> then, because I mean, if you're paying 600 million for the release clause, I doubt you'll have enough left in the tank to buy Neymar. I just, per, I, just also, I don't think you'd have enough left in the tank to put his wages. You know? yeah. I, I don't think anyone has enough that much money to put his yeah. wages and buy players anyway. Because I mean, he's on like 81 million pounds a year. I just, I don't think that's don't worth it. Like as, as great as he is, I don't want all the hassle that's going to come along with it because I know there will be hassle. Do you not think that it, it would be good having someone like Messi around for plays like Phil Foden to learn? Oh, yeah, they'd be absolutely, it'd be absolutely incredible. But at the same time, at what cost? If we end up spending X, Y, Z amount of money, and then we're yeah. not even allowed to get in the Champions League because we spent X, Y, Z amount of money, he like, would. I'd, be I'd rather not. Imagine Messi not playing European football. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we get him. Well, you've got him. That's no Champions League football because you're not going to make like. <laughs> 700 million pound 
he would be perfect commercially for City. Oh yeah, he would. Me started on commercials. It would be the well, perfect slap in the face to like FIFA or UEFA after the we pump. Fell as well, though. Like, you, you got all like shirt sales and stuff like that. Like, this, oh, yeah. You'll get, you'll get, you'll get two, like, wasn't it? Didn't, didn't Juventus get the Ronaldo money back in shirt sales within the first week or something? Mm. Mental, like well, that. I, think, I think it was the first month or two, yeah. There are people that have said to me, message me saying, look, I like City's third kit or I like this kit. And if Messi goes, I'm definitely getting one. Like, that's coming from a Tottenham fan, a Liverpool fan, and a United fan. Well, not this Tottenham fan, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Why did you say that? Um, no, I, I don't even have enough money for a. I don't even have enough money for a Spurs one. You're yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. quid. Your first shirt is a Messi one. <laughs> yeah, I'm buying a, a Manchester City shirt for hundred quid. But I don't even have enough money for a Tottenham one. I would. My my issue now is I I would just I love Messi more like a like a Chelsea player. I, I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't see him at an English. I can't force myself to Man City. I could kind of take because I don't have any particular hatred for Man City. Like you know, they don't really like. Imagine if you went to like Liverpool or Man United or like, oh God forbid. Um, I as much I'm like, but you, a but lot sure. of me want to meet City because I I would absolutely love to. Yeah, surely. Sure, like, same time, I just you get him on a free. Yeah, on a free with. Yeah, well, if you get on a free, then then potentially, but still, surely it's you either you either get him on a free or it doesn't happen because no one's paying yeah. six hundred and thirty-five mil. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get him to release him from his contract. Just, yeah. Based on the wording of the contract, I it'd be so beneficial for a lot of them players at the same time. I just think, as an actual club, when you know we'll get. Two, three seasons out of him, probably max. But is that is that not? Which no, you could win the league. Yeah, you could win the We could win, you know, the elusive Champions League, which would be, you know, again, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, you could beat Leon. Think about it. You could beat Leon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't know. There's just oh, something yeah. that just doesn't sit right with me. Like as much as I want him hey, to play, but at the same time, I just mad. think the long, the longevity of it. I still think it'd be a wise move. Do you not think Pep will do it? Because realistically, I don't think he'll be at City for more than three years. Like, Perfect. Neither's Messi, apparently. Pardon? Perfect. Neither's Messi, apparently. Yeah, that, but that's what I mean. Wouldn't Pep be doing everything he can to bring Messi in? So he, because he, I'm sure he'll definitely win the league with him and he'll probably win the Champions League. So I'm sure he'll do everything in his power to get Messi. Obviously, Guero's good friends with him as well. Aguero as well. Yeah, I mean, and it, ma- it makes it makes sense, and if if because I mean, I think yeah, if I, I'm racking my brains. I think if he's as I say, I think he's going to stay. But if he goes anywhere, I think City is the most likely destination. You've got obviously yeah. Guardiola there. You've got Burgess, Stani, that bloke in the in the director of football, whatever he is. Mm. Um, you've got you've got enough. You know, if his if his issue is that you know Barcelona are not being ambitious enough, or they're declining as a club, you know, you know Man City are going to spend. You know that. Plus, they've got that kind of ambition to, to they've got they've got an. It's not just like you're not joining Juventus or Bayern Munich where there's not really anything left to do. I mean, Juventus, I guess, have to want to win the Champions League, but City still have that mm. other step to get to, to go up in terms of European pedigree. That could be a, a a fun project. You know, Barcelona. As much as he wants to win another Champions League, Barcelona don't need another Champions League. They, oh 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 no, they haven't won one in five years. Bless them. Um, <laughs> 
you know, and I think going there would, you know, City be able to afford his wages. If 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 they can't afford him financial fair play, they'll just go go the trial and get it off. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think I think sadly because I oh, I would just quit football right now if if it came to Chelsea, I would just say that's it. Football has reached its pinnacle. But I think City seems the most likely. I don't. PSG just seem seem. Yeah, PSG feels weird. I can't see it. I mean, the pessimist, the pessimist in me says it is going to, if it does happen, it will either be City or PSG, because they're the only mm. ones that could afford the wages on it, I would say. Juve, the, king, the king of free transfers, Juve. I don't think Juve can afford his wages. Yeah, Ronaldo and Messi on the same wage bill. That, yeah, yeah, they couldn't. Have... I just think I would love Messi to play alongside Ronaldo. I think that is better for me. Than the scene, the two of the greats that have been against each other all this time playing with each other in their last you know couple of seasons in their career and they'll just dominate it. Here and die and Lee Bowyer 2.0. <laughs> Start swinging at each other. It's mad uh, actually picturing Messi playing in the Premier League, right? I just feel like it'll fundamentally change it. I don't <laughs> like, think because <laughs> this is yeah. it. Stoke are in the championship. We're not going to know whether he can do it on a struggle in the FA Cup then again. Yeah, struggle in the FA Cup. Can he do it on a wet, that's, windy night? That's it. Uh, it'll, it'll, it'll put that to bed once and for all. Like all these. Oh, what if City get Wigan? Absolute <laughs> bogey team. Yeah, no. Let's not. play Wigan. No, it comes in and they're like, oh, it's 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 cold here. It's cold. Cold. <laughs> It's wet, it's windy, it's cold, and I'm in stock. What am I doing? I could have been in Barcelona. <laughs> I mean, oh, imagine if imagine if he went to Real Madrid. That would be that would be I'm insane. That. That would be... I think his son would be happy, wouldn't it? Which would be more yeah, dramatic, him going to Madrid or him going to Ju- Juventus with Ronaldo? Oh, him going to Madrid because you've not just got the the yeah, oh, isn't, aren't his teammates yeah, funny? Yeah. That that's. Whatever Luis Figo was, it would be quadruple. <laughs> million, yeah. It'd be quadruple because Messi is Barcelona. He, yeah, that's true. Like Figo, we all would be on his doorstep the next morning. <laughs> yeah. be like, what are you doing, mate? He'd be like yeah. with a, a caveman with his caveman club ready to back and send him to him. That's true. That is true. But yeah, I, I, I think ultimately, it's a power. It's not not a power move, but a, but a kind of. A reminder of, I mean, you know, if 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 Barcelona royally cock things up, which is not the most unlikely thing to happen, I, I, I could mean, I could see him leaving. But cocked up a lot recently. Yeah, I I just I just don't think I don't think if if you were gonna if, if you're Messi, even if you were disillusioned with everything and you were upset and stuff, he's got it, it's something like that. You know, two weeks before the season starts, you've not had any time to to, to sort of think about it. Uh, there's all this disarray and stuff. Um, you know, I, I just he's don't... got to move house. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, yeah, he's got kids in... in he's got young kids. I, I just don't think it's really... I don't see him... Cut. It'd be different if he wasn't Barcelona through and through. Or, you know, not, I'm not just talking emotionally, but like if he hadn't been there his whole life, if this is just like his third or fourth club, I could see him just going, right, I'm off. But I can't, never done it before, yeah. I can't see him just taking a snap decision, or, you know, and 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 going. But well, uh, his dad apparently landed in Manchester yesterday. <laughs> talk negotiations. Yeah. How does he come back from it though? If he 
how does he make that U-turn if he does want to stay? Because obviously he's made this massive deal that, you know, I want to leave him. I mean, I think, I I think mean, the fans are on his side. Do you not think? I know he's got the fans <laughs> on his side, but what about the, the board? What about his teammates? What about everyone else? I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I guess you run that risk, don't you? But it sounds as if, A, his teammates probably... I mean, I, mean, I know Suarez has supposedly been told he's not in his plans, but you saw Suarez supporting him online. I'm certain that they all probably, most of them, A, will feel the same, and B, like, if, you know, if, um, you know, again, being such a central symbol of that club, can anyone really kind of claim that Messi, oh, Messi, you're betraying Barcelona? Like, you almost feel like, not, not because he can do whatever he wants because he's the golden boy, but you almost feel like, Messi could only possibly want what's best for the club. So if he's going to cause all this kind of havoc, it's probably it's probably for that. And in terms of the hierarchy, he seems to have been somewhat at war with them for a few for a couple of years now. I don't really think this is going to change much. He's you know again, this is why it just seems like he's going like, look, you got you guys don't think I'll leave? I will leave unless unless something changes. What would Cumin um, say? I mean, obviously, I doubt it's his decision whether he stays or not. Yeah, would he tough. Be like, Tough for Kuman, but I mean, you all you got to tell yourself is okay. You don't want to bend over. You don't want to bend over backwards. But do you want to start the season with the best player on the planet or not? That's what I tell myself. I, if I was Kuman, I'd, I'd, I'd be planning and you know preparing my team with you know without Messi just in case because yeah. I mean, I who think would you sign? If, who would you get if, 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 to replace if, him? Like how you saying, Harry? You know, he's passed through and through. He only wants what's best for the club. Maybe him leaving will be, like you were saying again, a big statement to the point where I've left because the club's going nowhere and because mm. of me leaving, you will realise what you need to do. Yeah. I think so, I mentioned this in one of the previous podcasts that maybe um, Messi leaving is what Barca need, like a fresh start. And so yeah. I can come through. Messi um, Yeah. Again, it, it, it's definitely, definitely something that, a, I mean, they firstly need to be thinking about the B. Yeah, you. I mean, you could be right. It could. It could be the thing that kind of sparks them into a bit of a regeneration. But mm. I doubt that they ever would have expected to need to do it now. And I think yeah, that, and in this manner as well. And, and this is this is the other thing. As, as much as they, um, this is the other reason why I think he'll stay. Is as much as Messi may feel let down or disillusioned or whatever, he will know the toll this will t- that Barcelona will, what this will take on Barcelona if he goes. And it will be, as much as he will always be their favourite son, it will be a bit of a kind of, you've left us in the, you've left us in the trenches here. Like, it's not your fault, but, you know, what, what, yeah. what the hell, man? Like, you're... you're, but it's, you're a, it's a massive burden to put on him when, in, you know, in reality, it's, it's, it's falling on him because uh-huh. of the way, obviously, he's gone about it, but the way that, you know, the direction of the club's going, the president and, you know, other staff members and the board, it, they've just... You know, there's always so much you can do. Like, mm. even with, you know, Eggby mentioned before about, you know, his, his stats being, you know, just as good, if not better or more consistent as, you know, more, more or less. Just, yeah, it just shows how much everyone else in that team leans on him. Yeah, it's like he's still performing. He's, he's having to get more and more goals and assists every season to keep them competitive. Mm. You know, 
Which I guess is there there for in the sense of, again, they've not recruited the players to get round him to support him. They've not got players that can score 20-plus goals. Only Messi can. They've not got players that can get 10-15 assists. Only Messi can. So, on the one hand, it is unfair for him to leave them like that. But then, on the other hand, have they not shot themselves in the foot by by leaning so much on Messi and not getting players around him? And not sort of planning for the future without Messi. Well, they they might have planned for the future without Messi, and Messi might have been instrumental in them kind of like maybe saving the money or, yeah. you know, yeah. pla- being able to plan further ahead with the youngsters coming through, and he might have just thrown a massive spanner in the works of all their plans. Mm. They've got. I'm not saying they do, but they could. You know. I think yeah. I'll always feel like that just because he is like one in a million talent but I don't know like Barcelona is going to be there Barcelona was there before him Barcelona is going to be there after him and you can't even though he's obviously like Harry said he is Barcelona but he isn't as well so you need to be able to it'll hurt and it'll be tough but you need to be able to to move on whether it was something that was planned or not it's it's a business and it needs to run without Messi and you need to go back to the success of winning trophies like you always have done Marcel Desailly was on online yesterday putting a video out saying like Barcelona fans relax. Like, Facebook messenger. <laughs> he, was, he was saying like obviously you know relax you know you you've, this this happens you had it with Ronaldinho and you were fine you had it with Rivaldo and you were fine you had yeah. it with Ronaldo you had it with Romario whoever it is um, and to an extent that 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 is the case and as you say eggs like it's it's a transition that needs to happen and they can't just pretend like life with Messi is going to go on all the time um, but yeah just I mean again it's not particularly abrupt because he's 33 it's not like he's not coming to the end but I, yeah I would, I, as I say I think he's, he's earned the right to, to leave I don't, I don't think Barcelona I think Barcelona have shot themselves on the foot and they haven't done themselves any favours I, I just I would, I would just be very surprised but, um, but yeah I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't begrudge him it's just a shame that it's just a shame that Chelsea are not good enough to I think it, it looks bad just because of how poorly Barcelona have been. So, like you said, it looks like he's been left in he's leaving them in the trenches because they've had a, a poor season. A poor I season. mean, they, they they had like a poor end to the season. I know they they mm. massively off the pace against against Bayern, but then again, Bayern are by far and away the best team in Europe at the moment. They battered pretty much everybody after yeah. PSG. I'd- I don't remember him battering us. Go in the club. <laughs> Seven goals. Team London. <laughs> Team London. <laughs> um, we could yeah. play 33 players. Did all did of our teams. Yeah. <laughs> We'll <laughs> concede seven goals. All of our best I, 11s are all still. We conceded seven. I think Arsenal conceded eight, didn't they? I think we conceded ten. We conceded <laughs> like ten. ten. There it is. Ten. You conceded seven in, a, in, in one game? We conceded seven in one game, yeah. Seven-two. Oh, we conceded two. Um, but yeah. Um, but that was because Poch, Poch wanted the win, so he was like, you know, we went, we scored hurry. that second goal and it was only like three or four-two. <laughs> so he, he was like, right, so we'll play more attacking. And in the space of like six minutes, they'd scored the rest. <laughs> and I was yeah. there like... <laughs> um, but yeah, I, they obviously they had a, a bad end to the season, but they weren't, you know, like they, they were still um, top, the top of the league when, when Valverde was sacked, I think. Um, 
and yeah, I, I don't. I, I, they, they have they, the quality, the general quality of of the team has been declining, but they haven't fallen away. It's not like you know, Man United have fallen away. Barcelona are still in. Barcelona were still like, oh, if they beat Bayern Munich, they're you know they're probably favourites to win the Champions League, and that's only. I know I they mean, got Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't get to a semi uh, final of a Champions League and be a bad team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they need, what they needed to do, they need to have learned from Real Madrid's experience with Ronaldo, and obviously they've bought a lot of younger players and tried to build a team rather than build around an individual that's obviously on his way out or he was he was going anyway. And you know they need they should have really been looking at that and keeping close eyes on, yeah. on Real Madrid and thinking right what's worked for them and what hasn't worked for them and what can we do because obviously if. If Messi goes on a free, they'll be absolutely kicking themselves if they didn't get any kind of money whatsoever. It's just mad, isn't it? I mean, you, you say they're not getting any money whatsoever. They're getting £81 million written off their wage bill, yeah. I oh, mean, that's... That's a, the, the sort of most depressing of silver linings, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, personally, I, I really hope... We don't have to pay them anymore. <laughs> I, re- I really hope he goes to City. If I'm honest with you, because I, I know it'd be it'd be bad for every other Premier League team. Yeah, but you know, it'd be, ma- it'd, looking, be it'd be amazing to have him in England. I can't lie. In like twenty or thirty years' time, it, do you really look back on that and think, "Oh, nah"? Or do you look back on that and think, "Thank God we the, got to witness the best player in the world in the Premier League." And we can see if he can cut it or not. The issue, and it, it, don't get me wrong, this is really petty, but the issue I have have with it is, like, you know how if um if like Eden Hazard went to Man City or something and played there for a few years, I'd still feel okay about it because I'd be like, well, he's given Chelsea not eight or nine years, so I kind of feel like you know he's still Chelsea. I have so much like admiration or Lampard, let's say, but a bit different because he was only there for a year. Um, it's a bit different with Messi because I, I want to love him. So I sound like such a yeah. I want to, you know, have so much admiration for him. But if he goes to like a, another English team, then it's going to be very hard for me to like, you know, you know how you kind of have, you, you sort of admire these quality players from afar. Like when Ibrahimovic went to Man United, it kind of means, like, oh, that's all right. Well, he's Man United's now. Um, or, or whoever it is. Like, um, he was Jose Mourinho's, not, you know, it's better yeah. Like that with Suarez, like when he was at Liverpool, you knew he was good, but you didn't like him, and then you went. To Barcelona. Yeah, and Barcelona, and it was a lot easier to love. I, I, you know, I think, it, like, this is why I say because I just, I, I you just, just want an easy lover. Oh, I mean, you know, easy. <laughs> no, what Harry's saying is he um, likes he, he likes football it, uh, players, but only when they can do something for him. <laughs> well, Great user, no, yeah, I just, I, I, I just boring also. Uh, it doesn't affect his team. I would take. I would. I would be okay with him. Um, at City, but I would just hate it if I, you know, it's like having your your wife or your like your your dream girl go and start going out with that bloke you hate from down the road. It's just, it's, it's like okay, she's still really fit, but do you really on. hate City? I mean, no, not City. Like like you know, but but City is a domestic rival. It would just make it a bit, a bit more difficult than you know another another team. But that's why I say I don't hate City. So City, I could. What if Messi went to Liverpool? That would be my, my worst, worst case scenario. Oh, <laughs> Messi and Henderson is like the happy. two starring. Polarising, one thing you absolutely love. Uh, imagine like if they the only, became like, best mates. Only issue I'd have is like <laughs> next season, 
Messi. I don't know what we're going to do with Lucas Moura when Messi's on that right wing, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> Lucas Moura won't get into the team then. Oh, That's, to be on. fair, I get what you mean with the City thing because the money you've spent, you're literally going for the title. <laughs> so they literally would be title rivals for you. Yeah, I mean, again, it's not necessarily about that because City are going to be title rivals regardless. But um, that as well, if anyone who has Messi is probably going to win the league unless you're Everton or something. But um, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even put it past Everton. But yeah, but Everton have got so many players. You know, I was looking at that list you sent. Exit. It's mad. I know they've got oh, like, sixty odd players. So they've got thirty <laughs> more than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> they are literally stacked with players. It's crazy. Harry Maguire. If he ends up getting stripped of the Man United captaincy, who's going to take over the armband? Probably, probably end up being Bruno Fernandez. Good question. Yeah, I mean Bruno. He's, he seems <laughs> as if he's got a bit of that. I think it's too early for me, even though. Um, Rashford just fall under here. I mean, Van Dijk got it quite quickly, didn't it? Well, you know, like vice captain. Um, Henderson maybe. Dean. Yes. Do you know? Do you know? De Gea. He's gonna have a player who's gonna play. De Gea, Rashford. I mean, um, on, De Gea uh, will go his way. Wendell he deserves it after what he did. Did you hear about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. He chased a woman down. A uh, man down. Chased a woman yeah. down. No, he chased <laughs> a man <laughs> on a bike down. Was he in green? He, 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 he sprinted. <laughs> was he, Sweden. he was in Sweden. <laughs> as, he, as he cycled. He caught yeah, so the man. No, the man was cycling. And Lindelof sprinted. Grabbed a 90-year-old woman's purse. Lindelof sprinted after this bike, <laughs> got him off the bike and held him there till police got there. And this woman that's tried that's to buy him lunch. The Premier League. Yeah, that's the best. He's, I'd say he's pretty pacey, Lindelof, isn't it? He's not slow. Yeah. You, well, he running after him, someone on a bike quicker. <laughs> I, I mean, well done to him, though. Like, well done. Right, yeah, good. fair play. Like, that's good deed. It's almost as good. He's not looking slow. Lukaku. Lukaku is not looking slow. Luke, Honestly, he's never looked slow though. Do you remember? I think in our first podcast when I said he's top five Premier League striker of all time. Who's this? <laughs> Lukaku. No, he's not looked fast. He's he's strong, but he's not fast. Whereas in recent games where I've seen him, you know, in Milan, when he's sprinting past people, he's he's blooming going at some pace as well as being really hard to get off yeah, the ball. Good like, acceleration, yeah. I was like, "Where's this come from?" Also, because obviously the last, the last impression, the last impression that we got of him was at United, and he was like, just you know, slumming around. Oh, geez, brilliant! Oh, that, it's, it's Curry Mile, mate. Curry Mile just does that to people. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. He listened to the well, podcast. He he's like, "Oh, if this, if this Ashley believes in me, I can do anything." <laughs> <laughs> and he's oh. gone. He's smashed up Syria. Ashley of the Edge of the Box Football Podcast. <laughs> He's, he's going to get my name on the back of the shirt. <laughs> um, I might, yeah, I might give the cap. Maybe Rashford I'd give the cap to see too. Yeah, that, it'd have to be Rashford, wouldn't it? Not, not just off the back of his recent charity stuff, but just, I think he's, you know, he's, he's Man United born and bred. He's Manchester United. You know, yeah, you know he's going to be in the team every, or, you know, probably going to be in the team every week. Um, yeah. He's... I mean, there's, there's no. I mean, I guess, I guess you know, you could you could argue Pogba, but not not They've really. Got coronavirus as it stands. Got coronavirus. Yeah. So yeah. does Tongi and Dombele. Yeah. It was about four Chelsea players as well. Yeah, yeah and Dombele's got it as well. Dombele. Apparently. Mourinho's. There's Mourinho's. Sterling revenge. will probably have it now this as well. Mourinho's revenge. Well. He's injected in Dombele with <laughs> coronavirus because he doesn't need him. He's then sent him off to all his like 
you know, get Pogba, get the Chelsea, befriend the Chelsea squad, get them. Yes, top four. <laughs> they can't hey, I love you, Noel. We've, we've just signed Matt Doctor. Have you, is it official now? Apparently. You what? don't think that's a highly uninspiring sign? <laughs> I, I think that if we, we get Hoybier and Matt Doctor for under £30 million when he had the second highest attacking output for the last two seasons in the Premier League. Yeah. And Hoybier yeah. has the highest amount of <laughs> possession yeah. won in the Premier League <laughs> last <laughs> season. I think yeah. that's the business. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is just such, that's like such a kind of, you know... That's a very mid-table. So. Yeah, an Aston Villa circa 2007 thing to say. Yeah. I think, no, I think, I think it's smart more. business. I think it's smart business. I think it's smart business, it, but is it smart no. business for a team who, who could want to win a title? Oh, yeah. I don't nec- I don't think either of those are bad signings, but yeah. good lord, have some he, ambition. You definitely, definitely got Joe Hart just for the nationality. Has Levy, has Levy? Yeah, yeah, but uh, Matt Doherty counts as that as well. There you go. Yeah, it's not like you, Tottenham are in need of some some fresh blood. Exciting, we yeah. just just bought a number. <laughs> He's gonna get good. We got Gio. We can't sign players over 50 mil because this is what happens. <laughs> so, no, uh, Daniel, Daniel Levy's adamant he's not selling him because Inter are after him. And he's adamant he's not going anywhere because he, he thinks he's going to come good. He thinks he can't get the profit back. Like, well, if, you, if, you look, if you look at it as though like um, Hoybier can cover where Ndombele lacks somewhat defensively, yeah. It, it could work quite well. Yeah, it's it's good business savvy deals, but it's just very uninst- and it's not exciting. That's what I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't Arsenal yeah. um didn't Arsenal inquire about Messi? No. Oh, he did. <laughs> when he was fifteen, yeah, when he could have signed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I think I, I think Harry can give me a bit of stick about like. <laughs> inspiring transfers, but I don't think you can, Egbert. <laughs> really? I mean, Pepe. Yeah. Pepe, Pepe William, Gabriel, if we sign him, which is taking yeah. about a millennium to William, sign. though, William's like 30 odd years old and Chelsea rejects. I'll say William's like the equivalent of a Hoiberg signing. It's more nah. of an experience. Of well, nah, Getting a club captain for like three million pounds. A pedigree Premier League player for free. Arsenal the new, uh, not the new, but they're up. I would say Arsenal the new Chelsea, but evidently it's <laughs> Arsenal the old Chelsea. Ah. Uh, okay. Have you said Havertz? Havertz is done. Yeah, it's just not been announced yeah. yet. Havertz, oh, Chilwell, Silva, Saar. I'm to be honest. I'm all like. Yeah. Uh, about all of them, like yeah. the only uh, one. I'm re- the only Z-H. one I'm really excited about is Ziyech. That's the one I'm like. Yeah. Not Timo Havertz. Well, I am in the sense that they they will improve us undoubtedly, but I'm not like. <laughs> I was thinking about this last night. What it's like to be a Chelsea fan, like <laughs> not course, excited about. Of course, I'm excited. I'm own. excited because they they're going to improve us. But what I mean is, the last time I was ex- I was genuinely thinking, oh my days, we've signed players that are going to really mm. make us big time. Um, obviously, like Havertz and, and and to an extent Werner are kind of like un, you know you're not really sure they're kind of unknowns, but um, 
I was thinking back, I think the last time I was properly genuinely thinking, wow, this is going to really change us or at least make us, you know, where we want to be was when we got Fabregas and Costa in a, in a, in a window. And that was 14, 2014. That's six years ago. Can't wait for Arsenal to sign Silver in a year's time. Thiago Silva, yeah. <laughs> How old is he? Is he like 36? He's 35, I think. 35, <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't he don't look off the... I mean, I'm, he did look good in the... I'm certain he's not, you know, the, the, he's not the player he was and he's not got a lot long left in him. But he doesn't look over the hill yet. When certainly I mean, we, he, we, might, he, might, he might be a good spot around your, um, your younger defenders. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he'd, learn from. he'd be perfect for that. Like, just kind of, yeah, um, of just, yeah, help, help him out. We have, he, he's the exact kind of player we've completely lacked, not just in terms of ability, but, yeah, in terms of organising and being a leader at the back and stuff. And it almost works well in the sense that rather than going a bit panicky and splurging on a centre-back because our defence is rubbish, Bring him in for just bought five attackers. Give yourself, yeah, <laughs> buy all the attackers. Oh, well, We've given ourselves like who, who a year. <laughs> Look, if Lampard has shown us anything, it's that he's happy for to win games five four rather than win them one nil. So we don't he's definitely need... the anti Mourinho in that. Sense. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a Liverpool. Just go top heavy for a couple of seasons, then start. Yeah, that was, well, that was Klopp. That was Klopp for the first two or three years at Liverpool. They were just outscored. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, it'll it'll be it'll be fine. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, Hoiberg and 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 what's his name, Doherty. right back, Doherty. Doherty. I think are good good signings. But yeah, you you, you sort of want to go. Well, do you are you, are you Did trying Mourinho to listen to the podcast? I get sick. Or? Yeah, because they were saying about Max Aaron's all season, and then apparently Mourinho's like, no, nah, I don't like the way he defends set pieces. Like, all right, no, then. I'll be out. But yeah, like compare it to the the signings that you recommended, Ash, to the signings that you've obviously gone for. It's yeah. not that they're bad. They're not bad signings. They're obviously great business savvy signings. I think it's squad depth as well. That, that's yeah, and it's squad depth. We've obviously because they're going to be playing a lot of games in quick succession. But I don't know. Just like you just want someone to be like, that's an exciting signing. Like two. I'm quite excited. I'm quite excited about Ibe actually. But, yeah, like, actually, is he going to play though? Yeah, oh, I apparently he, he's been playing pre-season. He's been like literally bossing everyone around. He's like literally controlling the entire midfield. Hmm. Oh, yes. So Hoiberg and Winks then is. I mean, what he went on the Pep Guardiola, didn't they? Pep Guardiola says he's the next. Um, next, next, whatever. He, next, um, who is it? Busquets or whatever he said. Mm. He could, yeah. I mean, he's Southampton captain, so yeah. I mean, he's only what 24, 23, yeah, I think. Yeah, he does. I mean, he does. He does look a. He does look a good player. Again, I don't think the dispute is with. Is with he's not. Yeah, but he's it's not a uh, hundred million pound like <laughs> yeah. superstar yeah, signing. You don't necessarily do, need to do that, but you like said it's standard Chelsea for. <laughs> I think it would be different line. if. Like, yeah, this would be a typical transfer window for Chelsea when we've won the league and we just kind of go, right, we don't really need to improve. Let's kind of get you know, players to, to sort of thicken the squad. You, you need awesome. to. You're, you're in grave danger of kind of, not grave danger, but you, you, you've, you know, you've lost Ericsson. You've, you know, Deli Alley's kind of not the, done, sort of dropped off from the player that he seemed to be a couple of years ago. 
you know, Harry Kane is still a bit like, could he leave? Could he not leave? You, it kind of feels like you need to start, and you've lost the Tongan. Um, Alderweireld's, you know, going downhill. Lloris is like, is he going to, you know, it sort of feels like now is the time to start going like, right, let's rebuild this team rather than pad it out. Um, but th- yeah. there, may be, there may well be a plan for that. And it's just coronavirus. It's difficult to sort we'll, of. We'll find out in around four days. Is that, what, is that when the, what happens in four days? All or nothing. Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, yeah. You are? Apparently, there's not much about Pochettino. It's just kind of Mourinho loving. Oh. Did you see that uh, sign they put up near uh, Stamford Bridge? The advertisement for it. With a big picture of Mourinho and it says, ever wonder what your ex is up to? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's crazy. Who else has Tottenham been linked with? Uh, oh, God, so many people. But it's mm. literally like, oh. you know, I think about it all day and then it, someone will ask me. <laughs> I'll tell you I'll who I saw. It. Yeah. I'll tell you who I saw this week and I was going to put it on the group and, and see what you guys reckon. Damari Gray. What's Tottenham? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that earlier he as well. Is, but I feel like is, that was a Tottenham signing from like three, four years. Yeah. Ago, so. He is not good enough for yeah. Leicester, I'm telling you. There's no way that you could, that somehow Tottenham can claim yeah. to have, like, that's such a levy buy. Oh, yes. English and we could get him for 12 million. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. I he, mean, you can, ne- you can never question um his business acumen and savviness but yeah you can't question his savviness and you can't question yeah. his ruthlessness but you can yeah, question exactly. his ability to probably lose what is dozens of br- brilliant players because he's trying to save 250 grand on the transfer fee <laughs> there's so many stories about like oh you know this this that and the other happens and it's all like didn't you did, did you see this week that louis van Hal done an interview with 442 said Tottenham, yeah with Tottenham had the deal done but but Took too long, so I went to Man United. Oh wow, we could have we could have had Louis Van Gaal yeah, instead of instead of Poch. But it but it just I mean of course so so that one you lucked out on, but at the time that would have been you know that's a high profile manager going to a Tottenham who at that time had not had you know the high, highest profile manager was Juan de Ramos. Yeah. I mean, so, as an Arsenal fan, I can't really laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know. Well, we, we, we cover, cover Levy quite a lot, but yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to talk about as well. Jetson Fernandez, he played right back in a pre match. Yeah, I know it was against Ispich. Ispich. What's this new trend against... centre mid becoming full backs? Uh, actually mad. Yeah, Jetson Fernandez. He, he, he apparently was so good that um, every Spurs fan page that I follow. Hailed him as the next coming of Jesus for an <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> and Jesus comments. Uh, well, so uh, apparently rumours we've uh, we bid fifty million for Zaniola. 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 Oh shit, the Roma guy. Oh. Yeah, uh, we're in for Rakitic. Oh. Which I, I know that's a bit less exciting. Argentino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, not his stock is quite high now. He's won the Champions League. Yeah, we won't be buying Coutinho. How's your very nonchalant about all these Chelsea signings? Yeah, if this if, if my club was like signing Havertz yeah. and Werner, I would literally be like in your <laughs> face. Like, I know. That's I know. why I made yeah. the joke about the title because these are literally like title winning yeah, yeah I don't mean I don't mean to be right. like oh I'm, I'm not that bothered I, of course I'm, exci- I'm excited by by all of them but w- I guess what I mean is 
I, when I look at Chelsea now, I don't consider Chelsea as a, a sort of top four challenging team who are now going to make their way up to a title challenger. I see ourselves as a title challenger who, who are kind of in the doldrums and we need to get back up. So when, when you say, you know, when I, when this isn't, I don't want this to sound like I'm, I've been spoiled, but it's like when, when, when I took, when I think of Timo Werner, I think of, well, I mean, he's, he's, he, he's a good, you know, very good player, but we've had better strikers than him. When you talk about like Havertz, I think, okay, well, okay. Is he going to be better than Hazard? Probably not. Or is he going to be better than, uh, uh, you know, Lampard or wherever, whoever he, wherever he plays same go you know i am excited about ziesh but same same goes for that you know like chillwell good signing you know we need a left back you know is he a, is he a title winning left back he could be but i, I don't think chillwell is going to be the center of it not that you know i i i don't mean to be like i'm really disappointed i'm you know pleased with all of them and tiago silva you know all for it but it, it just feels like a kind of necessary step that we should have taken a couple of years ago to 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 bri- or at least a year ago to bridge this sort of gap um, I sort of feel as if this is the the first part of a two-part transition to going back to being like European giant Chelsea if you see what I mean yeah. uh, like I, I don't think once we get a centre-back this will be at the team that dominates Europe I still think we're three or four or five players away from that but this is a good st- stepping stone is a bit patronising but it's a good kind of like stepping stone load of transfers that that will that will get us back to will push us up a level but there's another level to go after that I think I mean depending these players can improve and get better and the team can become really great but but yeah you know it's I don't think that I, I don't think that these players are the absolute ultimate answer these sort of transitional in a way I mean I don't again that that's not to say that oh yeah we're gonna have to improve them but I, I just mean that like there is a there's a level above these players in terms of you know the best players in the world that we're that we're buying. Um, it's not not very attainable level, but it's still a level that exists. Um, that's that's fair. You still seem very underwhelmed. I, I, to be fair, you explained it pretty well. It's like we're not we're definitely not the finished article. There's best more players that we need to sign, and maybe better players that we could sign. So mm. sort of just wait and see what happens, and then next season we re- rebuild or add again. To this yeah, yeah, because yeah, because it's right. Because someone like Havertz could struggle in the league, Zayech could, Werner maybe not get as many goals as you think, but it's it's an exciting yeah. prospect. We've still, yeah, we've still got a defence to sort out, you know. Like, yeah, he's, he's he's that ben White guy from Brighton that was on loan at Leeds. Yeah, he's been linked, and, and you know, it's just it's hard to know, isn't it, with mm-hmm. all of these players who, who who's going to because you can just have some of these players like you know some of them just just come come in and fit really well into a system or a team and then they look amazing mm. um yeah and he's he's another one that's been you know heavily linked well with lots of people yeah. um so I, I don't know I, I don't know but yeah I don't want it to seem like I, yeah it seems a bit a bit dickish for me to sit there and <laughs> laugh at Hoberg and then not be pleased with Havertz and Werner and all these it's in our faces Harry um, but yeah I, I yeah I will repeat myself. Yeah, I just feel there's another level there. Curiosity, by the way, when we're talking about like exciting signings for Tottenham, who who would you guys sign that would be an exciting one that you'd fit into that team somewhere over someone? Mm. 
Bale. Ronaldo left. Like Ronaldo. Ronaldo left. Like, ah. Literally, Bale. the signings that you said. <laughs> if I was a Tottenham fan, I'd be like absolutely buzzing at those signings. And I think they they're realistic as well. Obviously, Matt Sarans, for whatever reason, Mourinho said he didn't want. But I think set piece defended. Yeah, it's like surely you have other <laughs> defenders and players to to compensate. But I just think some like maybe like a, a young, exciting talent at full back would have been more interesting. Obviously Doherty, Ryan Sessignon. At right back. <laughs> oh right back. <laughs> and that links in uh, interestingly enough to the positional changes things that we'll talk about later. But yeah, I think just someone like just an exciting prospect or someone young that you know is gonna be he's gonna be good. I, I feel like the position you need to fill Ricardo Pereira. Well, Ricky P would be brilliant. Um, I think, yeah, I think you said it, the ones you mentioned before, Ndidi. And, and, yeah. and Apparently, we, uh, we inquired about Ndidi. Yeah, that's, uh, that's like him. I think there's going to be a lot of money. But I, yeah. but I, I, I don't, again, this, this is going to sound really patronising now. Uh, but I was thinking, like, um, the, the kind of position you need is that sort of gap between striker and midfield. So, like a goal scoring midfielder who can float between. Being on the wing, being, being, in, being that, that's something. And as, and, and, and as, as Agby said, a kind of prospect, you know, like Ziyech or Havertz, you know. Um, <laughs> just go on, I know And it would be like a sort of statement as well. It's like, you know. They, I, would, I would have loved Havertz. I won't yeah, I, I think, I think Havertz, Havertz would have been, because again, it's okay, it costs a lot of money, but um, it would have been a statement of, you know, this is a hot prospect and. Uh, but an attainable hot prospect. It's not like Neymar coming from, San, you know, it's not like you know, yeah. Chelsea have got him because no one else is after him. Mm. Um, so I think... It, who? Coutinho. Yeah. I've, never, I've never been a huge fan, but I, I, it could could be, a, could be a... That's just, I'm, you know, a lot of people rate him, so I, I don't really... Can't really yeah, I, certainly... I'd probably say, I'd, if he didn't get Fernand Torres, I think if... if Tottenham would have got him. I think he would have been a good prospect there. Oh, sorry, you, you need more goals from people who aren't called Kane. <laughs> Son. And Son, yeah. So Son yeah. has definitely helped. But, but, I mean, he's sort of, yeah, someone who's a bit more kind of, play, can play a bit deeper, is going to operate a bit more, can add, mm. add to the creation side of stuff. Like, I mean, Ericsson did that. Um, wasn't, you know, it wasn't 20. Gnabry. I thought I don't think he'd go oh, there for some reason. <laughs> I, don't think, I, I don't think we'd have him if I'm honest. Why? I don't want him. Right. Let him stay where he is in Germany, where he can't hurt anyone anymore. Okay. You, you your friends are still Pulis or something. He's not even good enough to play for West Brom. <laughs> <laughs> His career at Bayern's been a fluke. There was like someone, someone who who did, before the Champions League final was that. Posted this screenshot of like I like muted words, Gnabry, Poulis, West Brom, <laughs> not good enough. <laughs> what about Verratti? Did you know? We get that Verratti. Oh, Verratti. Love Verratti. I, I I'd have Verratti at City within a heartbeat. I think yeah, he'd well, well, be an well, Andrew Tonali from Brescia recently relegated Brescia. Oh, oh Tenali. That's that is the perfect one. That is oh, young, he exciting, and no, he's, he's, he plays deeper though, doesn't he? He plays like he probably plays. Will play in the position that Ibo's going to play in. Like yeah, a deep, play what is he? 
technical, physical. He's Perlor. He's Perlor. He's literally he's, per- he's he's the young he's the young Perlor and even looks like him. Yeah. Oh, I know this. And he's from oh, Brescia. Yeah, I don't know what you mean now. When you said the name at first, it weren't sink, sinking in. Don't yeah, no, I get more excited <laughs> about Sandro Tonali. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, that's that's the kind of level to go for. I think is like, to, I take. I think clubs should. I guess you did it with like Eric Lamella, maybe, but take more gambles on. on I don't really feel like an Eric Lamella gamble. But at the time, at I the time, it was pass. like it was like, oh, this guy's rated and, and he's like exciting prospect. Yeah, like again, the Eric Lamella gamble didn't really pay off, but but you know, go for these players who are like. Potent, really high potential, unproven. So the top clubs aren't yet. Maybe that's how you need to present it to Daniel Levy. Like, you know, it's got to be like a Lamella situation. I'll get a big screen. I'll have one picture yeah. of Polo, one picture <laughs> of Canale. I was like, this guy, you remember how good he was? Yeah. yeah. This guy. <laughs> I that scene in Shrek with the mirror on the wall and Lord Farquaad. <laughs> yeah. Number one, <laughs> Eric Lamella 2.0. Like, show show me the princess once more time. Like, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Ben, God- um, ben Godfrey? Good. Norwich. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, a very Mourinho signing, but exciting because he's young. Safe. I, it's I, a safe, but exciting a, one, isn't it? I don't think we need to really... He's a centre-back, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think we really need a centre back. Really? As, fu- as funny as it sounds, I don't think we. I don't think that's where the problem is, and I never have. Not so, yet. So I think Older Warhol's a good uh, player. Uh, we got Sanchez there. Uh, Eric Dyer's worked his way in there. Juan Fred. Uh We got Tanganga coming through. Juan Fred. You sure up about Juan Foyth, right? Oh, I, I like Juan. I like He did a very. He, he gave a very good assist to Son. I, really, I, really, I really rate him. I, I'm not taking the piss here. I, 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 just, I just remember, like, my worst memory of, uh, uh, of Juan Foyth was um, against Bournemouth towards the tail end of last season, where um, I think Son got sent off for pushing a bloke to the floor. Yeah. Red card, right? So, so, so Poch is thinking, right? So I just don't want to lose the match. I'll bring on another defender. I'll bring on Juan Foyth. We'll control the game. Two minutes after he's brought on, <laughs> foot like that against some bloke's knee, second red card. Like, <laughs> the other two wasn't ready. Passion. I also had a very, I had a very, there was a very good moment in it as well where um where we went we went one 0 down in like the eighty odd minute like late eighties minutes. <laughs> And there was just this image <laughs> of Ericsson, Deli Ali, Harry Kane, and they're all just pushing up the field, like with all the confidence in the world. And they're like, yeah, we need something. He's, Deli Ali's running on the ball. He's got Kane and Ericsson running with it. And I'm like, we're going to score here. We're going to score. <laughs> and of course, we didn't. But <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs> but it's like, do you know, do you know that scene in Avengers where all, all the wormholes open from Doctor Strange and all the yeah, Avengers yeah. come flooding through? <laughs> It felt like that. <laughs> but, like, the Avengers lose at the end. <laughs> what about David Brooks? David Brooks? See, no one's, like... Like, hardly any of the big teams are going in for him because he's been injured for so long, like. And, but he's, he's, he's brilliant. Like, 
I think he could do a good job. He's fantastic. I think we should. I, like, I, that's From a signing. I will go. Yeah. 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 Mm. It's like no one's willing to pay for him, and like no one's really interested. But, I, but if he's playing in like the championship next year, that is so far below where he belongs. Yeah. That. Yeah, he needs a bit more of an exciting name, doesn't he? Like, get the pro- raise Brooks, the profile. Brooks Enio or Brooks yeah. Bro- Brooks Brooks Enio. He's he's worth like fifty million. Once again, thank you very much for joining us here at Edge of the Box Football Podcast, and we'll see you all again next week. It's all right.